Welcome, everybody, to another round of weekly updates with Reiki. As you know, we have so much going on in the project, and the updates are getting spicier by the week. Uh, something that I also want to talk about, which I'll probably do towards the end of the end of this uh, update, um, um, is how hard the team has been working, even though there's so much changes coming up with the with the lives of Alex and Antonio. We'll talk about that a little bit, but uh, that's the sign of a hardworking project. No matter what's going on in your personal life, you are always pushing and delivering value. Things could slow down, but they don't stop. And that is that is the key to success, and especially during a bear market. Uh, so let's get started with our project updates. Uh, so the first update we have is we have made considerable progress on the design of our crowdfunding platform. So according to Antonio, we're looking at about 65% completion on that end. We're chugging along just fine and we're making really good progress. Uh, the second update was on the front of the website development of the crowdfunding platform. Uh, we're very comfortably sitting at the halfway mark, so about 50% done with the website development. So the different flows and everything, everything's coming along perfectly fine. Uh, team's making really good progress there. Um, they still have a couple things they're trying to hash out with the, the team on the back end with Talium and our software dev. Uh, just to make sure that things are implemented the correct way and we have the right business rules around it. Um, the next update was regarding the name of the platform and the logo. So I mentioned how important the identity of the platform is going to be for the success of the platform in the Web2 space and getting people into Web3. Uh, so I got a little bit of a sneak peek today on what the finished product might look like. And the team is very excited, um, to be able to showcase that, um, here in the next couple of days. I, I can't tell you how excited we are. Uh, we're almost there. We're so close, uh, just making sure everything is perfect. And uh, we've had so much, uh, it's incredible how hard the team's working. We've had so much back and forth with our creative team to get this right. Because like I mentioned last week, the brand identity of this platform is the key to success as we pitch our project, the product to our potential customers. So incredible progress there. And, and then uh, we we just want to make sure that we can show you some sneak peeks because that will that's what we love to do. Uh, but the challenge lately for the past few weeks has been all our teams are in different time zones and it's been incredibly hard to coordinate everything. Uh, but the teams are still working hard as they can to continue to deliver. So it's just a minor road bump. Uh, and within a, within a week or so, we should be back to a normal functioning. I'll tell you why, uh, in a second, but, um, the other update is regarding our video. So as I mentioned, our uh, video hit a little snag as well. Um, but we feel very comfortable based on our conversation with our, 
lead on the video, our creative uh, director there, they, they're feeling better. Like they met with an accident. Um, so uh, they're recovering really well. It's been a few weeks, so they're, they're definitely doing better. So uh, thank you everybody for uh, your support there. And we are feeling really good about um, the video being done towards the end of the week. So everybody get excited because we know how much we love our 3D Leon videos. We already have a, already have a couple that people post on Twitter. So you'll have another amazing one uh, ready to go. So now to talk about um, why there's been a little bit of a snag with things, as you already know, Alex and Antonio are moving to Bali for multiple strategic reasons. Uh, and the biggest one being that the whole Web3 culture and uh, everybody is just, it's a great networking opportunity and the cost of living is just close to nothing. And for the same rent that they would pay in Switzerland for like a, a one bedroom, they can get a nice apartment there. So uh, they're looking forward to moving. Uh, Alex, wish him the best of travels. He's traveling today at some point, our time zone in the U.S., um, and then Antonio is flying out on Friday. So these two have been very busy trying to wrap up everything in Switzerland. Um, they had been, as you remember, they had been hunkered down in Alex's parents' place for about seven months. It's just not sustainable long-term to find a place there because they're trying their level best to keep the cost at a minimum because that's what the promise has been from the start. The team has been very transparent about the treasury. And they want to be very mindful of, uh, and most of this cost is going to come out of their own pockets. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, what they learn there. And once their offices and everything is set up by next week over there, uh, business would be back to normal. Uh, but what's amazing is even though they're going through so much change, the work hasn't stopped. The meetings haven't stopped. The building hasn't stopped. And that is what that is the kind of standard we always want to set in the space that no matter what happens, you've got to be continuing to deliver and be accountable to your community. So kudos to them. Very excited for them to move there. Should be very exciting. Um, that's, uh, that is kind of all of the project related updates there. And now it is time for my secret announcement. So if you remember, I closed out the entries for Show Your Leon Love contest yesterday. And what is exciting is I um, worked with the committee and I can't tell you who all was involved, but we have our winners for the three different categories. So if I, I wish I could do a virtual drum roll here, but we had three categories. So what was, so first of all, before I even announce the winners, what was the Show Your Leon Love contest? So basically, the whole purpose of this contest was to encourage our community members to show why they're they're so excited about Metal Leon Society. Like what specifically about the project excites you? Why do you show up every day in the community? What What brings you close to the project every day? So we had a ton of amazing entries and people went to Twitter and posted amazing threads. And um, I know there was a lot of creative creativity that was shown as well. So thank you everybody that participated and congratulations in advance to all the winners that I'm about to announce. 
And if you don't know what the winners are getting, oh, well, each of these three winners is going to get a, a wonderful, shiny Metaleon NFT dropped into their wallet. So without further ado and without more buildup like a reality TV show, let's get straight to the point. Uh, the first category for most creative post, and that goes to one and only who's also here, Runic, for his infographic that he posted for Show Your Leon Love on Twitter. If you haven't seen Runic's infographic, it is incredible. Uh, he took the, I think, inspiration from the website and put in specific utility specific things that he's bullish on on the project in there and that was extremely creative because for one second uh got us thinking like what part of the website is this we have never seen this and turns out it was his original work so congratulations runic the, the second one was most interaction so likes retweets and that one goes to Hanji13. I think they're not here, but we do have them in the server. I'll make an official announcement as well. Uh, so congratulations to them. They also get a shiny Meta Leon. And the third category, which we kept as a secret, the criteria was secret, so you don't know how we picked the winners, but now you can. The secret criteria for the third winner was most number of posts. And the uncontested winner there is Hang and Ride. As you all know, Hang and Ride is uh, one of our core community members, extremely helpful, uh, always coming up with incredible ideas, super, super helpful to help new people get to learn about the project. He hosts these Twitter spaces absolutely an incredible guy and uh yeah he did a lot of posts for show your leon love and um uncontested winner right there for that so congratulations to all our three winners uh request you to open up a ticket in discord and mention that you won and tell us what category you won in and we can get you set up so you can get your shiny Leon. All right. With that incredible piece of news, I would like to move over to the market-related updates. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, all the major cryptos, again, just going sideways, nothing too crazy. I'm getting bored of giving update on the prices, so that's why we're not even going to talk about prices. We're going to talk about everything that's going on in the market that you need to know about. So, as you know, I don't like to sugarcoat anything. I like to tell you the bad news first and good news later. So, the only, actually, this is great news. The only piece of bad news this week is the Texas security regulators are launching an investigation. And I, was, I wasn't even surprised when this happened because they have launched investigations into all major crypto platforms. So, I was... I was just counting when they're going to go after FTX. So yeah, Texas security regulators are launching FTX and also the CEO, Sam Bank Bankman-Fried specifically, um, because they believe that they might be offering unregistered securities. 
So again, this is not a lawsuit. This is just a preliminary information gathering session, which is standard procedure uh, from the enforcement division of the security regulators in Texas. Um, do not confuse this with the SEC. SEC is a national body. Uh, this is more state level. Um, so it will look, it'll be looking into just uh, offerings to people living in Texas. So um, nothing too unusual. I was actually not surprised looking at this and I'm pretty sure Sam has a pretty strong legal team and should be able to handle this uh, without a problem. Uh, as you know that FTX actually functions out of the Bahamas, so they're not even in US, US jurisdiction. But a little clause that people should know about is if you offer any products, any crypto products to U.S. citizens, you technically do. Right now, it's a gray area, but SEC believes that you do fall under U.S. jurisdiction. So um, that's kind of the bad news there. All the other news is just amazing. And uh, I'm super bullish in everything that's happening behind the scenes as the market's dumping. Um, the big piece of news coming from the market is MasterCard. So everybody knows MasterCard. They're the biggest, second biggest, I don't know, Visa, MasterCard are both up there. Uh, credit card company, they do payment processing and they're partnering with traditional banks with a program called CryptoSource, which they have trademarked. Uh, it is used to bring crypto trading capabilities to traditional banks. All right, so if you guys remember a few weeks ago, actually a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that Fidelity was launching its own Ethereum uh, thing. NYDIG, which is the largest like New York digital investment group, which had about a about billion dollars and 59 total different investors. They launched their own fund. We've got BlackRock, which is literally the largest asset manager in the world. Uh, BNY Mellon, which is the oldest American bank and about 40 uh, overlooks about 40 trillion dollars in assets. All these big people are getting into crypto and Visa partnered with FTX to offer payment uh, opportunities for people to pay their bills and buy stuff. Um, so don't be surprised. MasterCard jumped in right as well. So MasterCard is now helping traditional banks uh offer crypto to their customers so what does this mean so imagine uh your grandpa or depending on how old you are your grandparents or your parents um they want to get into crypto but they don't really want to care about buying a ledger interacting with a metamask worrying about hackers they just want to go to your bank they want to call their bank and say can i buy one bitcoin and the bank teller is going to say, absolutely. And they're going to take money out of their bank account. And then they're going to put one Bitcoin in, in their bank account. And is that Bitcoin going to sit in their bank account? No, it's going to be a third party or some, some custodial service that's going to provide them the capability to hold their digital asset on their behalf. So they don't mind having a third party their digital assets because that's how they've been done doing banking so far they're letting the banks hold their money for them so this is no different again this is not what what crypto was designed to be but it is mass adoption it's going to bring insane amount of capital 
into this market. Not financial advice, but when you know what happens when insane amount of money enters any asset class. So uh, believe me or not, literally every big company that you can think about that's in the finance industry is getting into crypto. If they're not saying anything, they're looking at it, they're preparing, and they're probably going to be more practices like this in the coming months. Being on the same bandwagon of banks and large corporations, Societe Generale, which again, I probably butchered the name, which is France's third largest bank, uh, has received regulatory approval to offer Bitcoin to its clients. And that is big news for two reasons. One, France is trying to become, and I'm, I'm speculating based on the news that I've seen lately, if you know about the crypto exchange, crypto.com, which bought out all these like marketing things, like if you see F1 or F1 races or you see UFC or you see basketball, they have bought out rights for advertising for all these places. So they're spending a ton of money to be the most prominent crypto exchange and platform or service um, out there. So they actually got regulatory clarity in France. And they're planning on putting their European office in France. So France actually in Europe is trying to be the headquarters of crypto of the world. So that's their intention. So they're moving very swiftly on their regulations, unlike the US where the SEC is like dragging its feet and taking its sweet time to provide regulations. Um, so news third largest bank in france gets approval to offer bitcoin to its clients literally what i just told you people are going to call up their banks and buy bitcoin right into their bank accounts without worrying about anything so that is incredible news and it is exciting um and i think more and more banks all over the world are going to start doing this and if you think they got bitcoin approval over time, they're going to get Ethereum or not specific cryptos, but other altcoins as well. It's just about time. So that is another huge piece of news. Super excited about that. Um, and then the next one is also, it is infrastructure related, but it is very important information. Ripple, which is the payments company, which builds on the XRP ledger, just like Ethereum has its own blockchain. Ripple works on the XRP ledger. Uh, they're testing, they have gone live with the testnet for their side chains, which are compatible with Ethereum smart contracts. So you're going to say, well, why are you sharing this, Reiki? Like, why do we need to know about this? Well, XRP is a top 10 cryptocurrency, and it has been in the top 10 for the last six to seven years. And if you know anything about crypto, if a cryptocurrency has been in the top 10 and retained a top 10 spot in the last 10 years, even though they're going through a lawsuit with the SEC, I'm not going to go into the details of the lawsuit, but slowly as more information is coming out, it's turning out that SEC doesn't have any proof of anything they claimed in the lawsuit. So it's kind of backfiring on the SEC. Uh, but why it's important is when a top 10 token, a blockchain token, basically builds a bridge to Ethereum, which is the largest smart contract platform. It brings more users together. 
interoperability, which is basically blockchains talking to each other, is very important for the success of the Web3 space. If we have silos and blockchains not talking to each other, we might have locked capital. So people that own XRP now would be able to go into uh, Ethereum and enjoy the fun of DeFi and vice versa. Ethereum token can be brought into the XRP ecosystem and transactions can be settled within, within seconds, with the, which the XRP ledger is known for. Um, that's why it's used for cross-border payments because it settles transaction within seconds and has thousands of supports thousands of transactions per second. And it's been doing that for six to seven years. So this is exciting stuff. This is good updates from uh, the technical team at Ripple uh, because once that bridge is complete, people can move assets safely between these two giant blockchains. And I think between Ethereum and XRP, um, the total market cap is, I don't even know, about like 60, 70 billion right now. So this is exciting stuff. Um, and that was the last piece of news that I had for the market updates. Um, my general take on everything right now, do not worry about prices. There's nothing new that's going to happen. Um, if you see those, I keep seeing these YouTube influencers posting these thumbnails with like a scary face or like everything's going to zero. And uh, if that narrative starts getting more and more around you, you start seeing that in Twitter, everybody claiming that Bitcoin's going to go to 10,000 or 8,000. You start seeing that, know that there's a reason that's happening. And the market's probably going to do a reversal around that time. But there's nothing that we can do until the Fed stop increasing interest rates. And that's the end of it. There's nothing the market's going to do different. The stock market's not going to do anything. The crypto market's not going to do anything. Any equity class is not going to do anything until the macro conditions get better. The war in Ukraine is still pretty much prevalent. We don't know when that's going to end. Interest rates are continuing to rise because the inflation keeps going up every month. The good news is the inflation is not going up exponentially. It's slowly coming down to like, it's only increasing by a percentage point. Uh, I think point it went up by point 0.1 last month. So that's good. It's kind of slowing down, but it's still going up. So the Fed is still going to increase the interest rate to reduce the, reduce the demand. And the third thing is the, we don't know about China. We don't know about what's going on with the supply chain issues in China. So that's also contributing to inflation. So until any of these major economic issues over the world get resolved, markets are probably not going to do much. Well, what can you do in these times? Well, this is the perfect time to educate yourself. This is the perfect time to stay up to date on technology, stay up to date with your project founders, what are they up to? Uh, keep showing up to this weekly update to stay up to date on MetaLeon Society updates. And most importantly, figure out what your uh, long-term plan is. If you believe in this asset class, figure out an investment plan. Figure out how much you want to buy every month or whatever's your best. It's called dollar cost averaging. If you buy a little bit over a period of time, and again, not investment advice, just something in general that I personally do as well. 
if you really believe in a token, token like Bitcoin, Ethereum, anything, honestly, any blue chip that you believe in, slowly and steadily keep building your position. So it doesn't matter if it goes up or down. Over a period of time, you'll average out your buying price. And when the bull market comes around, you'll be in a pretty considerable positive place. And you can take some profits. So while everybody has left market, engagement is low. You see no more of those moon boy Lambos. Uh, everybody asking when Lambo and when moon and all that stuff. If that's not happening, that means there's no more distraction. You can focus. So look at this like an opportunity and not something sad. Now, why is the market not doing anything? Um, take a break from that dopamine hit of feeling good when the market goes up. Just take a break and keep learning. That's literally it. The recipe to success. Be patient. Every day, if you're making progress in your life, a little bit, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if you're doing as much as you did yesterday or today. If you're doing something, that's it. You're doing so much better than most people. And don't ever forget that because the problem with this market is I see a lot of people get either extra hopeful or extra pessimistic. There's no balance. So look at this bear market as an opportunity to balance your life and your expectations with the crypto market. I give you these weekly updates for one reason only. I know it's transparency, but my biggest reason is to show you that things are moving in the right direction, be it our project or be it the market. Nothing, if nothing, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all the major cryptos, they're getting stronger by the day with their use cases. And as they keep solving more problems, more people are going to come in. More people are going to use this. So it's not about if, it's about when. And to get to that when, you got to have a stable mind. You got to have patience. Bear markets can last for years. Sometimes they last a couple of years. Am I saying it's going to last a couple of years? I don't know. Nobody knows. If there's an expert that says when it's going to end, well, they should have been a billionaire in the first place or second, they're lying because nobody knows. So just stay in there, keep educating yourself and be patient. That's literally the recipe for success. Uh, that is all I had for our updates for today. See you next week for another round of incredible updates.